The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, September 28th now, and we are here to preview the Sunday morning games for week number four. I am Ryan McIntyre. He is Justin Mark, Mr. Old Fashioned Football himself. Jay Mark, how's it going, man? Hey, I'm happy that fall is here. We were talking a little before we started this that it's uh, you can definitely tell it's fall and I love fall football. No more of this 70 to 80 degree weather outside while the games are on. Now it's chilly out. I have an excuse to stay inside and watch them besides just a broken foot, you know? <laughs> yeah. And especially with everybody in the South with hurricane Ian coming through, it's bad weather on the East coast. So everybody has a reason and an excuse to stay inside and watch football all day, Saturday and all day, Sunday. Um, a little sad that September's already gone. I mean, it's, I mean, you <laughs> blink and then September of the NFL's already gone. You don't want it to go too quickly, but, uh, what's your first initial thoughts on the first, first three weeks here? You know, the bears have only thrown the ball 45 times, but they're still two and one. So I'm not complaining. Um, but there's been some surprises. I mean, I don't think at the beginning of the season, I would have believed you if I was told the last undefeated teams would be the Eagles and the Dolphins. Uh, how about you? You got anything that's uh, stood out to you? Well, as they say in Tuscaloosa, roll tide roll with Jalen Hurts and uh, <laughs> Tua being the final two undefeated quarterbacks. No, I I mean, it's we, the first month is always trying to figure out these teams and we will be releasing our power rankings here here shortly, which uh, I'm sure is going to stir the pot on social media. Absolutely. I'm looking it, forward to it. It's amazing how something so simple as power ranking just through the first three weeks and just fire everybody up and it just creates the conversation and the dialogue going forward. And I promise for everybody that's listening that hasn't looked yet, I did not put the Bears number one. I wanted to number one in my heart, but <laughs> in uh, Washington, I think you know they're receiving votes to just crack the top twenty-five. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, no, before we dive into this, we got actually a 10 game slate with there being a London game this week. I want to talk to everybody about WinBet. If you're thinking about joining WinBet, now is the perfect time for new customers who bet $100 to get a $100 free best. Plus, the WinBet Casino is open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select, build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions apply at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where we play. WinBet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. We are also brought to you by PromoGuy. PromoGuy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategy. They've got daily updates on odds boosts, huge cash bonuses from all their major sports books, and they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even a deeper plus EV analytics ready just your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they have some of the most informative people in the game helping you out. They don't simply tell you what the probability is to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big and consistently be changing with promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it is 
Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans just like yourselves, dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method of being a smarter, better today. So make sure you check out promoguy.us. All right, J-Mark, let's dive into this 10-game slate. And we're going to start across the pond, as they say, in <laughs> London, a 9.30 a.m. Eastern game on the East, 6.30 on the West, 8.30 if you live in Iowa like J-Mark. Uh, the mimosas will be popping, I'm sure, Bloody Mary. So <laughs> nothing like football on a Sunday morning. Minnesota takes on uh, New Orleans. Currently, Minnesota is a three-point favorite. The over-under set at 43. Um, what's your what's your take on this game? Is this considered a primetime spot for Kirk? Or, I mean, what's how do we handicap <laughs> a morning game for Kirk? It's funny because in my notes on this game, I put primetime question mark. Um, I mean, technically it is. We're early in the morning, but it's the only game on, right? So I think technically that would make it a uh, primetime game. Saints defense is pretty good at limiting pass yards. So, I mean, they just have to focus really, I think, on stopping Cook if he plays or Alexander Madison. And that puts a lot of pressure on Cousins to beat him. And what do we normally see with Cousins in prime? Nothing good. Um, the Vikings are four and 11 against the spread after a conference win. The Saints have been pretty good in October, 35 and 14 and one against the spread. Taking all that into consideration, taking the primetime factor and all eyes. Uh, both here in the States and overseas on Cousins. I'm going to take Saints in the points. How about you? Two for two. Um, and to put it in perspective, they're plus 140 on the money line. Trend going against us, it's funny because I saw the stat. The teams that are favored in London are 18-3 and three, straight up and 15-7 and seven against the number without the Jags because the Jags, for some reason, have always played <laughs> well in London. Now, of course, they've played enough games in London where they have enough reps. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take the points. I think the Saints are the more desperate team here. Um, I, I kind of like I, – I feel like it's more of a primetime game with it being a London, in a standalone game. So I don't think Kirk's going to play well. The question marks in the defense, defensive side for Minnesota as well. And I, the, the Saints team just needs this win. Um what do you think of this Minnesota team going forward? I know you had them over the Packers in the division. You still confident in that or? Um, I am. I think they're going to win enough games to win that division. Um, I still think they're going to fail once it comes to the playoffs. But um, the Packers have had, I mean, that was a solid win against the Bucks. But aside from the Bears, they just haven't looked like a complete team. Um, they, you know, they crushed the Bears, the Packers did. But besides that, they haven't looked like a complete team. Vikings, even though they've had their struggles, they've um, I think I've seen more positive from them than negative. So, yeah, I, th I still think they're going to end up taking this division. Um, it'll be close. It's going to be a close one, but I, I think they'll get it. Do you, are you still confident they will? Or did you have the Packers? I couldn't I remember. Had the pack. you, That's you know right. Me, I like yeah. the, you know, you know, I like the pack and just like you <laughs> like Philly in my division. So we like each other's rivals. But uh, there you go. <laughs> you're, you're definitely looking good on on your angle. Uh, but I think. For New Orleans, I mean, they're 0-3 against the spread this year, too. So they have not been kind to us D-Gens. So it's time for them to start picking it up a little bit and play a little desperate. I, I know there's rumors that Dalton might get the nod. I don't think they lose that much if uh, it's a spot start for Dalton. Yeah, everybody was up in arms about the Terry Bradshaw said, Jameis better watch out because Dalton's going to be in there. And it's like, if he's not getting the job done, Dalton has proven that he can. Now, he didn't for us uh, in Chicago, but he has had some good games where he's gotten it done. So, I mean, why not? If you're not getting the results, change it up. Try something new. Yeah, and this defense, it's time for this defense to step up as well. Uh, Jefferson's actually been pretty limited since that outburst in week one against the Packers. So, I look for that Saints defense to, I mean, highlight in, and you got to stop him, and then that offense is pretty limited after that i in my opinion yeah agreed and they're the saints defense is only allowing 183.7 passing yards a game so um i think they will do a good job of limiting that and even though i think alexander madison is a good running back i think dalvin cook's a better running back so if dalvin cook ends up not playing with that separated shoulder i think that's a, a hit on the vikings Agreed. And so we're 
one for one on seeing eye to eye in London, <laughs> but we'll go back to the States now and we'll lead it off with arguably the best game of the day. I'm not really sure why this is an early kick. This seems like it should be a late afternoon or a primetime game. Buffalo coming off that crazy loss in Miami, going to Baltimore. Buffalo's laying three. The over-under set at 51 and a half. What's your thoughts on this one? So we got two really good offenses, right? The first-ranked team in points per game, the Ravens, versus the third, which is the Bills. Difference being, that Bills defense is way better than the Ravens. And I know I've said it before, but these Bills have got to be pissed off that they just lost to Tua and a butt punt. Like they've got to be so angry um, and, and, and just unhappy with their performance overall. Um, Josh Allen, I think he's one of, if not the best quarterback in the league, I think he bounces back. I think the Bills secondary, even though it was really banged up, they did a great job limiting Hill and Waddle and kind of limiting that offense in general. If you looked um, at the stats, Buffalo outgained them by almost 300 yards. So there's no way the Dolphins should have won that game. It came down to bad luck. Baltimore's 0-7 against the spread at home after playing New England. I'm going to stick with that trend that they're going to lose, and the Bills take it by more than three. So I'm on the Bills' side. I'm going with the Ravens because I think that Buffalo team's going to be worn out from that Miami game. I mean, you you touch on it. Their offense runs 51 more plays yeah. and has over 300 more yards. I mean, you that is such a stat outlier and it kind of goes with uh, Miami's not in our slate that we're going to handicap, but Miami's had uh, quite the outlier so far this year. And the Bills, the team's coming off playing in Miami in September, 57, 79, and four against the spread. So maybe that with it being 110 degrees on that field, that team's a little worn out. Secondary's a little thin with having those rookies. And another thing with the Ravens, Lamar is 8-2 and two, ATS as an underdog. And the Ravens, the last five years are five and zero as an underdog ATS. So it's rare that they're a home dog. So I'll I'll ride with them. I I expect a lot of points. I'm sure you're on the over as well, right? Absolutely. Which normally means it goes under. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like when there's an obvious one, that I'm like, oh, this that's got to go over. It hits the under every time. It seems like. Yeah. No. This, like I said, this one should not be an early kick. I'm not really sure why. I wish we could flex New England and Green Bay out of that. Uh, late kickoff window especially with mac jones being out you think uh you have any worries about this buffalo secondary going forward now that they they're banged up i you know i was worried going into that miami game because you have two of the fastest receivers in hill and waddle but they did a great job limiting them those young cornerbacks did a great job sticking with them so um i think they have enough uh talent on the front seven there to pressure the quarterback that it gives the time corner or quarterback sorry gives time for that that secondary to cover um the receivers and to catch up even if they fall a little behind so i i'm not that worried about it i think they're gonna keep playing strong how about you i think they'll patch it together i think they'll have some deficiencies defensively but when you have an elite quarterback like josh allen or if you have a mahomes or even lamar jackson you're able to overcome some some injuries and deficiencies compared to a team like Detroit now all of a sudden that's getting banged up on the injury report that I mean you're you have to win in spite of your quarterback and you have to surround him with really good pieces so I think the Bills will be just fine and I, I I'm still on the over with you on the win total and they'll get the AFC East done. Are you insinuating that Jared Goff is not the quarterback Josh Allen is? No, I don't think they're in the same <laughs> class. <laughs> I think they're in d- different heavyweight classes. So uh, <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and I think even Lions fans will agree with me on that one. For sure. Unless they're delusional. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, delusional, Jacksonville heads to Philly. A, a rematch, not, not a rematch, but the return of Doug, Dougie P to uh, – <laughs> The city of brotherly love. The Eagles are six and a half point favorites over under set at 46 and a half. What's your take on this? Uh, Doug Peterson return to Philly. You know, both these teams have been better than I expected to start. And that the Jaguars beating the Chargers 38 to 10 last week was definitely a surprise to me. But um, even though Doug is obviously familiar with this Eagles team and the uh, playing in Philadelphia, 
the Jaguars, they struggle against NFC teams for whatever reason, 10 and 39 and one against the spread in the last 50. I like the, how this Eagles offense runs, run it down your throat, but they also with AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, they can really sling the ball. Their defense is limiting opponents. And I think they're going to continue to do that. Um, this, this is a team that I'm, I'm on them until further notice. So I'm going with the Eagles here. You're going to go with your, your rivalry here. Or are you taking the Jags? So sneak peek on our uh, power rankings. The Eagles are obviously very high on it. Well-deserved, but the, their opponent is also in the top 10. So I'm going to take the points here. I am really high on this Jaguars team. I think it says something that they went to LA and I know that Herbert's banged up and LA's banged up, but they beat the shit out of them. I mean, they beat them by 30 and it's not like they went on a field goal. This is back to back 20 plus uh, point wins where they've looked impressive. They should be three and oh, to be honest. And I could say that as a Washington fan that they should (laughs) have, they blew an eight point lead. Uh, with eight minutes to go, I really like this Trevor Lawrence uh, led Jaguars team. I think he's the next guy now of that year two jump. You saw it last year with Burrow and Herbert, and I think Doug Peterson's the right guy to lead lead the charge. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you there. Um, I've been really impressed with how they've looked this year. I've been impressed with the fact that Doug Peterson has stuck with James Robinson as his running back because obviously the trendy thing would do is take that running back that you drafted early on with Travis Etienne, but I still, this Falcons team, or sorry, Falcons, this Eagles <laughs> team, the other bird, um, they've just, they've impressed me a lot. I think Hertz is going to bail them out a lot. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just on these Eagles until further notice. How about uh, the Jaguars being the only team in the NFL through three weeks that are top five in DVOA offense and defense. That's impressive. Yeah, so I mean, they're saying that this isn't a fluke, and I and to touch on the other side, those two young pass uh, rushers, Allen and Walker, they've been great. Uh, the Lloyd from Utah has been really good, and they've been they've been solid in the secondary as well. Mm-hmm, for sure, but uh, they will definitely be tested on Sunday against that Eagles potent offense. I honestly feel like it's good for the NFL when the Jaguars are good. I mean, because we're just not used to it. It's something new. And, and yeah. I think it's good for the ratings. It's a good storyline. Um, I think it's good for the NFL. And, and I know that I'm, uh, we're not on YouTube yet. We're sh- shortly, we will be, but I am wearing Jaguars color. So I, you know, my season's <laughs> over in Washington. Maybe I'll adapt uh, the Jacksonville uh, team colors as my team. I actually grabbed them seven to one uh, to win the division before they played the Colts. So I'm feeling pretty good about that one right now. Nice. I like it. But we will move to another team that's been a pleasant surprise as well at covering the number, the ATL. Cleveland, also a good team covering the spread so far this year, goes to Atlanta. Cleveland laying one. It's opened at three, over under set at 49 and a half. What do you what's your take on this one? This is an interesting one. Yeah. So um anybody that you know listened to us or read any articles knows that I was high on this Falcons team coming into the season. Big Marcus Mariota fan, big Kyle Pitts fan. I thought they were going to do really well. But looking at this game, just the way the Browns are able to dominate games on the ground, um, I was really torn. So I, I think I, I'm just going to have to go with the trends. Um, the, uh, the Cleveland, they play well against NFC South. They're 6-0-1 in the last seven against the spread. And Atlanta plays bad against the AFC North, 0-7 in the last seven. So... Because of that, I think Cleveland controls the game with the ground. They force Mariota into uh, pressuring the ball down the field a little bit. Um, and I'm going to go with the Browns here. How about you? I'm with the Browns as well. I, I'm with you. I think this is a shootout. I think both these offenses have been pleasant surprises. Jacoby Brissett and that offense are are dynamic with Chubb and Hunt being a great one-two punch. Um, I also think that Atlanta's going to – like you said, struggle to stop that ground attack and Atlanta's coming off that double road trip, coming back from the West coast. I think this is a tough spot for Atlanta and Cleveland has the rest advantage as well. Coming off the Thursday night. I'm with you. I like, I like this Cleveland team going forward and it's going to be interesting to see if Cleveland can stay in the hunt until week 11 when Watson's eligible to see if, if there's a little bit of a quarterback controversy. I know 
they invested so much in Watson. But if Brissett, let's say, has him six and four, is it a little bit of a decision? I was going to ask you the same thing. Let's say that Brissett still looks good. He's still commanding this team well. Um, you know, he he looked good against that Steelers mm-hmm. uh, defense. Does Watson become the highest um, backup quarter, highest paid backup quarterback in NFL history? I mean, like, because if your team is gelling well, why change it? No, I I, I agree with you 100%, especially because their first game is at Houston when uh, Watson is eligible <laughs> to come back. And I've already gone on record saying the Texans are going to win that game. Shout mm-hmm. out, Moon Off. But uh, <laughs> I I really like this Browns team. I think everybody's enamored with the Falcons because they're 3-0 and ATS. They've been a covering machine, printing machine. But Cleveland should be 3-0 and against the spread as well. They If it wasn't for a fluke Jets 13-point comeback with a minute, they be, they would be 3-0 and as well. And they've done it just so by pounding teams. I think people forgot how good this roster was. Yeah, um, it, even fantasy football-wise, uh, Chubb sl- slid like way down compared to where he should have been. And it, it doesn't make sense because they're the best running team in the NFL. They have the most uh, rush yards a game and Chubb is dominating. Hunt gets involved and does well when he's in. Like, I don't know why people were down on that just because of the quarterback controversy. They still run the ball very well and they have other weapons too. I mean, Amari Cooper's really starting to show up after week one. I thought, wow, he's, that was a dud. But um, he's really starting to show out, too. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's a more talented roster than people give him credit for, for sure. And shout out to the old-fashioned football podcast to Jay Mark and his lovely wife. Uh, they told me to draft Chubb in the preseason, and I did so in two leagues. So nice. it's been good so far. I, I'm enjoying <laughs> the Nick Chubb attack. But uh, I think maybe the line movement is because of Miles Garrett's car accident earlier this week. Thank God he's all right. And Clowney's yep, banged sure. up. So. I guess we we monitor that status going forward, but I think Garrett. It sounds like Garrett's still going to play. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like he was doing fine and was going to be all right and on track. So yeah, I think I think he will. And he's you know if he's on the field, he's uh, making life hell for quarterbacks. <laughs> I was going to say if he's able to play, he's going to play and he's going to wreck the game because that's just what Miles Garrett does for sure. Uh, we'll move on to another dome game, Seattle. Going to Detroit. Uh, so two weeks ago, I said this is the first time Detroit's been favored in 24 games. <laughs> Washington actually went off the kickoff as a one-point favorite, so the streak lives on. The streak's at 26. It's going to be broken this week. Detroit is laying four and a half now, over under at 48. Can Detroit cover a big number? You know, 75% of the money and 71% of the tickets are on Detroit, which normally for me would be an auto fade. But um, this Detroit team, their defense is not done as good as we probably thought with their knee-biting coach. But their (laughs) offense has looked really well. I mean, um, they've been able to put up points. In fact, they've lost the, the two games that they've lost by just a combined seven points because they're in every game. Seattle doesn't strike me as an offense that they have to keep up with. Seattle's offense has looked all right here and there, but I don't think it's a powerhouse that Detroit has to keep up with. So I think they are going to be able to limit them. And Goff, you know, I, I am not a Goff fan, but he's eight and two against the spread in Detroit. Usually that's as a dog, obviously. But I think um, I think I'm going to have to side with the public on this one. I'm going Detroit. How about you? So. Um... The Lions are also 3-0 ATS. Them and the Falcons have been uh, the darling so far at uh, covering the spread. I keep going back and forth on this one. And on the show Rod and I do on Mondays where we do the early look ahead, a couple weeks ago I said go grab Detroit minus one. So there's value. And then it went all the way up to six earlier in the week. And I'm like, ah, I kind of like Seattle. (laughs) It's Now it's in that four-and-a-half dead area where it's – I expect a shootout. I don't think either defense will stop each other. It's kind of weird that we're saying it's going to be a shootout in Detroit between the Lions and Seahawks, <laughs> between Geno Smith and Jared Goff, but I right. think that's what it's going to be. And yep. the Lions have some injuries, um, Armand St. Brown, and then obviously DeAndre Swift. So some injuries to look monitor throughout the week. I'm going to take the points, but not not a lot of confidence in it. I, I like the over. I, I know Scott and uh, Rod do as well on the show that they do on the totals earlier in the week. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Swift being out is a hit, but I, I'm a big fan of Jamal Williams. Um, he's not just a vulture of touchdowns for you fantasy football people that have Swift and get frustrated by him. Um, he, he runs with a lot of heart. So with Swift being out, I still think their run game does all right. Well, I was going to say, he's also another hard knocks darling. Everybody fell in love with him with those, uh, animated videos with, uh, who were they playing in that video? The Titans? I think so. I don't remember for sure, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's crazy how good Detroit is offensively. If they, if they were good defensively, I think they would really be a playoff contender. Do you think they can right the ship defensively? I know Aiden Hutchinson showed life two weeks ago against Washington. Of course, Uh, I, I was well aware watching that game, (laughs) but, uh, do you think they can turn this defense around? I don't know, because even though he showed life only for a half, that second half, they really shut him down. So um, I don't know if that's just a matter of fact, like the offenses can figure him out. Um, The defense should be better than what they've shown so far. So, you know, maybe they will be able to get those pieces together or maybe it's just a culture thing in Detroit where there's not they're never going to be clicking on all cylinders. There's always going to be a couple misfiring. It's Detroit. And they have no no house advantage. That's what I like to say in Detroit. So anyway, no house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy platform offered today. Play your pick'em contest versus other people for a shot at winning two hundred fifty thousand dollars plus in cash. Download the download the app. Choose a contest. Select your player props. Earn points for the correct picks and climb the leaderboard for a shot to win the big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry. If you hit all your picks, bet up to five player props over unders, individual player matchups across every sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and even NASCAR. Make sure you check out the no house advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's also where you play. You don't want to miss out on this. Sign up with the new promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. And we bring back as well Babel. Babel is back. And, you know, it's fitting that Babel's back because we got a game across the pond in London this weekend. Um, I, my, I never had a strength in foreign language, so I needed Babel. Uh, growing up, going to school. With Babbel, all you need is 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language as, as little as three weeks. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. And you're probably wondering where J-Mark and, and I are getting all these odds from it's obviously at Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can compare different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It's also a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games. You're going to need it this time of year. The MLB playoffs are here. We got NFL, college football, so there's a, and even the NBA is coming back. So make sure you get on Odds Trader with all their different features, such as handicapping, play by play, player sets, key game, projected game day weather with this hurricane coming this weekend. Bet Tracker allows you to keep record of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And speaking of odds trader, we continue along this early game slate. We're going to go to the AFC South where we got two teams coming off wins now back in the divisional race, chasing Jacksonville, Tennessee goes to Indy. Uh, the spread is Indy minus three over under set at 42 and a half. You going with right or variable in this matchup, J Mark. Both these teams are kind of hard to figure out right now. Um, mm-hmm. They really are. We called the Colts accurately last week against the Chiefs. So a little pat on the back to ourselves there. Um, I wish we, yeah, I wish we would have uh, taken them, one of us taking them as the dog, because that would probably would have been more impressive. But we, yeah. we call it against the spread, so that counts. Um, and now they face Tennessee, who just squeaked by the Raiders. 
After being beating AFC teams, Colts normally keep it rolling. They're 12 and three against the spread in the last 15. And for whatever reason, when Tennessee hits the road against low scoring teams, they don't do that well. Oh, and nine and one against the spread against teams scoring less than 17 points per game, which the Colts are. So I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. I think they're going to keep rolling. I think they uh, get Jonathan um, Taylor back on track. And yeah, I, I like the Colts. How about you? I'm going with my Titans. Uh, I, I love Rabel. He, for some reason, he's had Frank Reich's number, uh, one four out of five, and he's great as a dog in these situational spots, 20 and 15 straight up. I mean, he just he finds a way to squeeze everything out of that unit, and it's not pretty, but if they could stay on schedule with running the ball with Henry, it makes Tannehill look so much better. Um, and I think that defense is getting better. That was a big win. I know Vegas is struggling, but – I, I like him to continue the momentum and, and get this done. And I actually like him to win the game outright. Nice. I like it. Both these I, uh, running backs have started. Uh, I mean, they've been all right, but they've been disappointing compared to what you expect them to be. So this could be one where they both get on track. Yeah. And it, if you do like the Titans on the money line, it's currently plus 155. So it'd be a nice little payout if they were able can pull it off again. What are you, are you buying this Colts team going forward or are you still trying to figure them out like me? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure them out. Um, I, I think if they can get Leonard back on defense, it could make a big difference for them, of course. Um, he's not been able to get healthy. Or maybe, like I said a couple of weeks ago, maybe that defense was just so good because of Matt Eberflus. And um, and maybe that's why the Bears happen to be 2-1, and one, because of Matt Eberflus. So, I guess we'll see once Leonard comes back. I think that'll be the, the true tell there of whether it's the player or the, uh, the coach. Yeah, no, they need Leonard back bad back. It, it's crazy. I, I, I got this number, these numbers up in front of me, Matt Ryan over the last three season, two and six as a home favorite one, one and seven ATS. That's uh, the second worst just behind Baker Mayfield, of course. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I always like seeing those. Those it's like Jameis as well. Jameis is terrible as a favorite. Jimmy G's not good as a favorite. It's crazy how teams and certain play or certain quarterbacks and coaches can embrace that dog role so much better than being a favorite and having the target on your back. Since you brought Jimmy G up, it it is hilarious to me. Sorry, 49ers fans, that everybody was so pumped that Jimmy G's the quarterback now. <laughs> we thought he should have been anyways. And then to watch him step out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> how bad was that game? Oh, it was ugly. <laughs> I, I know Colby liked it. 11 to I'm, 10. I'm sure back, he loved it. Back to the good old days. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, you think you think the Niners would have won in Chicago that first week with Jimmy G? Yeah, I do, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, I thought Jimmy G should have been their starter to begin with. So um, sorry, Trey Lance. But but then he came in and just he didn't look that good. He didn't look that good last week, and I don't think it's because Denver's a strong team. So it'll be interesting to see what that's like going forward and if he can kind of right the ship. Yeah. No, I, I they. it seems like they always get off the slow starts for some reason. Yeah. yeah and now Trent's out, Trent Williams. Mm -hmm, so, which is big. I mean, huge. So we don't have Monday night, uh, that game on our slate, but – we do have another West Coast team, and it's the L.A. Chargers who are struggling, and they're going back to Houston where, honestly, their spiral probably started. All they had to do last year in Houston was win that game, and they were going to go to the postseason, but they didn't. Davis Mills knocked them off. L.A.'s laying five and a half, over-under set at 44. These banged-up Chargers, you think they right the ship here? Well, apparently somebody does because they're 58% of the money's on them, 69% of the tickets. I don't know if I understand it with at five and a half um, Texans have been competitive. And I would like to say that it was really hard rooting against Levy Smith last week, but I'm <laughs> obviously going to go with my bears, but man, that beard is great. Um, we, we really need to have a online polo, whether it's his beard or moon beard, that's better. But um, the one thing <laughs> I'm going that, with moon off, yeah, I will too. Cause I mean, <laughs> Just, just to stay with like a Homer pick, you know, we're going with <laughs> Munaf. <laughs> um, man, the Jag, the Jags, um, beating down the Chargers, thirty-eight to ten. The Chargers, they got to be pretty angry, I would think. 
And it sounds like Keenan Allen's going to be back, which is good for the Chargers offense, even though they're they're banged up elsewhere. Herbert's got to be feeling better than he did. The Texans just gave up 157 rushing yards to Khalil Herbert. Um, so to me, that means Austin Eckler should have a field day. If they can open up the lanes for him, I think the Chargers can roll here. They're 32 and nine and one against AFC South. Um, it doesn't feel good. I didn't want to pick either of these teams, to be honest, because I don't like the Chargers at five and a half, but I, I don't know if I like the Texans either. So I'm going to go with the favorites. I'm going to stick with the Chargers. It's another dead number, five and a half. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it uh, going through the injury report. We're finally starting to stockpile some injuries. Not I, I sound like I'm excited that there's an injury report, but like <laughs> we're at we're the this is the NFL. It's a game of survival. And everybody looked like the Chargers in the preseason looked as good as anybody on paper roster wise, but now they're banged up. Uh, Bose is going to miss some time with this groin injury. Slater's out for the year with his biceps. That's a huge loss. Not to mention Herbert with his ribs didn't look good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going back and forth on this one because I like taking teams on bounce back spots, but Houston's been good against the spread as well. 2 0 and 1. Uh, well, I guess you they could be three and zero if you got them right before kickoff at three and zero. But I, I'm going to just continue with taking dogs when in doubt. They're twenty nine, eighteen and one so far against the spread this year. So I think this is another uh, situation where you just you back the home dog here. Are the Chargers a close your eyes special? No, I have a I have another candidate we, okay. for that one. All right, yeah. all right, yeah, all righty. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it, they are the public side, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you said, it, it this is a tough one to pick. Um, I, I wanted to go with the fear of the beard Texans, but I just think the Chargers with um, Herbert being injured and dealing with those ribs, I think they need to watch that game tape of the Bears running the ball down the Texans' throat. Yeah. I mean, 157 yards from Herbert, who's technically the backup running back, they need a game plan on that. Now, whether that gets them a five and a half point win, that's kind of where I was struggling too, but I'm going to go ahead and take it. I think they'll win by six. I'm going to go with a weird number and just say they're winning <laughs> by six. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go. They went on a walk-off field goal to get out of there alive at two and two, but they're tested. Uh, you touched on running the ball. So Herbert goes into last week. Everybody was surprised he played with his rib injury. How about them not running the ball at all? like just completely abandoning the run with an injured quarterback. I mean, Herbert attempts 45 passes, the leading rusher. Sony Michelle has five carries and Eckler had four. So, I yeah. mean, I don't know what that team's doing offensively at times. We see coaches do it a lot. Like they get behind and they abandon the run and they're, they just, they do it too quickly. They abandon that run too quickly. It doesn't make any sense. I've uh, injured my intercostal muscle, which is the ones right on the ribs there. It's not a fun injury. So um, I, there's no reason if they were going to throw the ball 45 times, it shouldn't have been Herbert doing it. So, yeah, it makes no sense. Um, hopefully the they coach got a last chew in there and and they'll bounce back and, and run, 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 run all game uh, against the Texans. Boy, I'll tell you what, the AFC West has some bad coaching candidates between uh, Hackett in Denver, McDaniels <laughs> in, in Vegas, and then Staley in L.A. Andy Reid's just like, you guys think I'm not going to win this division? Are you shitting me? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's just going to pump out 13-4 and four and get back to his one or two seed in the playoffs. Absolutely. You know, if the, if the Texans win this game, what does that mean for the Chargers? You know, I mean, is there any coming back if they lose this game? You know, Terrell on the preseason show gave out Staley to be the first coach fired 66 to one. That number is a live dog. If yeah. they lose this game to Houston, you are, cannot start one three with that roster. No, absolutely not. So, yeah, shout out to you, Terrell. You, you may you may have hit a winner with that 66 to one dog there. <laughs> But let's move on to a, another team that embraces being a dog, and that's Pittsburgh Steelers uh, coming off a two two losses now. They're laying three and a half at home. Heinz, well, not Heinz Field. I always call it Heinz Fields on accident <laughs> still, uh, being local to the Pittsburgh area. The over-under set at 42, and it sounds like Zach Wilson may finally get his first start. Yeah, which makes it hard to uh, kind of cap this game. 
is he going to be rusty? Is he going to come in and run that offense, dare I say, as efficiently as Joe Flacco? I mean, Joe Flacco has looked decent. He's top 10 in passing yards. Um, I think Zach Wilson is a more talented quarterback now anyways than Joe Flacco is now, especially with his ability to run. So that could be a huge lift for the Jets of kind of getting past some of these these games where they should have won. But I think everybody's going to be fading the Steelers here. I think they should be favored by more than three against these Jets. I think you're going to hear a lot of people calling for Kenny Pickett, right? Because Trubisky sucks and everything. If you watch that game against the Browns, Trubisky dropped some dimes. His receivers just couldn't catch the ball. There were several times it hit him right in the hands, and they it's almost like, oh, they were surprised it got right to him. I don't know if that's they're used to Ben Roethlisberger's decline from last year, so they were surprised it was getting them right in the hands. I don't know. But um, I, I'm putting my faith in the the former Bear Trubisky to, to get this done. I think they win by more than a touchdown. So I'm going with the Steelers. Who do you like here? You know, this could honestly identify as close your eyes special with uh, the Steelers. Cause I think the public's pounding the jets for some reason. And the handicap in the Steelers is all about situations. And Tomlin is the perfect situational coach nine, four and one against the spread when he's got more than a full week of rest over the last five years, most profitable coach in the league since 2017 He's six and one straight up and uh, against the spread on extended rest coming off a loss. And he's 17, 17 against the spread coming off a double digit, du- double digit loss, including seven and two against another AFC North opponent. Um, although this is not an AFC North opponent, so that's a wrong nugget. I apologize for that false information, but uh, it's just t- this is a good spot for Tomlin. Yeah, I agree. It is. Um, he's still, despite some of their struggles that they've shown this year, um, I still think Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Um, and, and, you know, his long tenure with Pittsburgh shows how good he is because it is hard to keep a job in the NFL. So um, I definitely agree with you there. And I, I think the Steelers take this one. I think they they get back on track and they show everybody that they're not a rebuilding team. They are still a good team that can win the football games that they're supposed to. 100% agree with you. And that nugget actually was correct. It's seven and two ATS after facing a uh, uh, AFC North opponent. They just faced the Browns, obviously. So I mis- misread my own notes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I- I'm with you. The Steelers, this is a nice bounce back spot for them and just right to ship it. Tomlin's, Tomlin's never had a losing season. So he'll get back to two and two here. For sure. It'll be interesting to see if Zach Wilson plays. Yeah, it sounds like he's going to. Um, I'm just, you know, Flacco has been doing well, so why not let Wilson rest just a little bit more? I mean, that's that's supposedly your franchise quarterback, so hopefully this isn't a situation where they're rushing him back. It would be fitting to see Joe Flacco play one last time in Pittsburgh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for all the wards he's had with uh, Baltimore. But uh, speaking of wars, coming off the Monday Night War where New York fell to Dallas, sorry, Kramer, um, New York laying three at home against your Chicago Bears. Two and one Chicago Bears, may I add, through September. Uh, The over-under is 39 and a half, so it's predicting a low score here. Yeah, um, last week we talked about this game and we said it was going to be a fucking push. And look, it was a push. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I was worried about. <laughs> um, but you should yeah. have given that out as our dog. Right. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, 82% of the money is coming in on the Giants. And that's a that's a fade the Bears type of thing. I get it. But uh, unless it's just Kramer putting all his money on the Giants, because I know he hates Justin Fields. But who cares oh, this- if the Bears... What's that? This is, this is the Justin Fields bowl, the, yeah. the trade. Yep. But, you know, who cares that the Bears can't throw the ball? They're second in the league in rushing yards a game, and the Giants are 25th in rushing yards allowed a game. So, yeah, the Bears have thrown the ball 45 times, but you know what? It's worked out. They're 2-1. and one. Giants are 6-19 against the spread at home after playing Dallas. Bears are 8-2 and two against the spread in teams with low passing averages, which the Giants are, I know, that uh, Dan Jones, according to Kramer, is two and one, but still they're not a efficient passing team. 
And yes, those are the trends that I just chose to look at rather than the ones that go against the bears. Got to push last week. Hopefully it doesn't happen this week, but I'm going with bears in the points. I think they win this one outright. Spoiler alert. Are you taking I, my bears? You know, I'm taking your bears too. I've been going back right. and forth. I think these teams are evenly matched. Um, so one of them is going to be three and one at the end of Sunday. So a surprise three and one team through four weeks, the, the giants, the giants are better on the road for some reason. I don't know what, what it is. Maybe it's just the distractions of New York 66 and 88 and four over the last 20 years against the spread at home. I don't know what it is, but uh, I know Dan, Dan Jones, as Kramer says, uh, <laughs> is not a good primetime game. He's eight and 13 or Daniel Jones was eight for 13 <laughs> against the spread. I, he's messing me up with Dan and Daniel, but uh, he's better on the road. So I'm going to fade him at home again. And I, I think this game comes right down to the wire. So I'll take the points. I'm with you here. And, and what do you mean it's a surprise that the Bears would be three and one? I'm not surprised. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, who who do the Packers have this weekend? They got Patriots. Oh, they got Patriots. So they'll be yeah. three and one. I was going to say maybe. Yeah, you're going to be tied with uh, Green Bay through four weeks. Yeah, I like it. I'll take it. <laughs> and that is your only loss. So, I mean, that, it's not a bad loss going to Lambeau. Mm-hmm. He, he does, he does fucking own you as he says. Yeah. Right. He does. You know, that <laughs> he that lets Bears, you know it too. <laughs> yeah. That game, that Bears Packers game uh, in fantasy football, I was playing Miranda's uncle and we had a little bet going on. So now my fantasy football team is I own you and it's Aaron. The picture is Aaron Rodgers and his con air look that he had when he showed up to training camp. So I got to sit with that for the rest of the year. No, it's a tough one to sit with right there. Hey, <laughs> yeah. you you get the rematch in Chicago later in the year. Hopefully, it's a uh, monsoon like it was week one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, and then we'll transition into the final game. I, I don't even want to read off this game, but uh, we have to do it for our audience. The rivalry, Dallas-Washington. Dallas coming off back-to-back -back wins with Cooper Rush. Washington... Coming off back-to-back -back losses, clearly just as uh, Sean stacking the money green with Wentz. Uh, <laughs> over 100 set at 42 and a half. Dallas is laying. It's up to three and a half now. What do you think for this one? Fade the public. 71% of the money, 76% of the tickets are on the Cowboys. Look, this luck has got to run out soon because that's exactly what Cooper Rush's 2-0 has looked like. It's looked like luck that they're getting wins. Um, I kind of felt like last week, even though I was on the commander side, I had this feeling we were going to get like a classic Wentz game. And that's kind of what that felt like. It felt like a classic Wentz game, but I think he bounces back this week. Cowboys on a short week, week of rest. They're two and eight against the spread at home after playing Monday night games. And the commanders are eight and two against the spread on the road when playing opponents that are on a short rest. So I placed faith in commanders last week. They let me down, but just for you, I'm doing it again. I'm taking them in the three and a half. Are you taking you know, your team? You know, I've put my faith in this team for almost 30 years now, and all they've done <laughs> is let me fucking down. Um, but this is the close your eyes special. I don't know how they're going to block Dallas. I don't know how they're going to block Parsons, Lawrence. You saw what they did in New York's offensive line. You saw what Philly did to Wentz in Washington's offensive line. But this is a big rivalry game. It still is whether their name's the Redskins, the football team, the commanders, it's still, they hate, there's one common theme, they hate Dallas. So this is a ultimate get-up spot for Washington. I was discouraged last week, it was supposed to be a get-up spot, but I guess went uh, shit down his leg. But anyway, <laughs> I think I think they get up for this one, and Dallas is feeling themselves a little bit, like you said, short week. So, I mean, I'll close your eyes special. I'll go with Washington to... Uh, to keep it close and have a chance to win it. Crazy things happen in this rivalry. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think you, you get Gibson on the, off the field, you get McKissick in there and you just run a bunch of screens. That'll slow Parsons down from blitzing yes. all the time. I mean, that's the way they beat the Cowboys. So um, yeah, I just, I don't, I, I'm not saying rush is a bad quarterback, but you've got fanatics saying that like this is a Tom Brady scenario where Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Brady came in and took over the team and won so many. Cooper Rush is not Tom Brady. No. Get out of here with that talk. <laughs> He's gotten lucky with these games. That defense has helped carry them. But I, I think this is where the luck runs out. I think they lose this one. 
the, the crazy thing about Dallas is it seems to always spark with an injury where five years ago, Romo goes down, Dak replaces him. You fast forward, what, 10, 12 years ago now, Bledsoe goes down and Romo's in. So it's always <laughs> sparked with controversy. And I know Jerry's got his own press conference where he's got a, he's got a, he's even sparking the uh, quarterback controversy. Leave it to Jera, as they say in Big D. Well, he thinks it's his world and we're just living in it. So, yeah, <laughs> it, this we're is all in a, Jerry world. It, you know, it's ironic that uh, Dallas is playing in the early slate. I feel like we, this might be the last time we have them since we did the early slate. They're always in prime time, even for all their mediocre seasons. So I got to sure, get my da- sure I got to get like my it. Dallas shots in there. I know Ryan and Sean will approve of that. <laughs> there you go. We, uh, us Washington fans can agree with Philly and, and New York on that one. There you go. So. Yep, but uh, we will before we get into our lock dog and tease to end this show. I got to shout out a couple more of our sponsor, Elias Game Plan. Did you know the best day of the week is actually Monday, Thursday, and Sunday? You know why? Because it's the NFL season, our favorite time of year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your own team, or just talking highlights at the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a little bit better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. The ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. It's the only sports app for the most trusted name with sports stats. The Elias Bureau is the official statistician of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues. Full information insights provided by their renewed research team, which means constantly giving you information that is up to date that you can trust and give out to your buddies. Elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. I have the Elias Game Plan app. I need it for all the different weather and line movements this weekend. Um, and and right now I have a special offer. When you subscribe, get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use the promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan app sports betting in the App Store or Play Store today. Use my promo code SGPN15. And it's NFL season, so that means you need FUBU TV. If you watch football, you need FUBU TV. It gives you complete coverage of college and pro NFL football with the NFL Red Zone up to 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch all your devices and never miss a game or a play, an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no content contract no commitment and you can cancel at any time right now you can try your fubu tv for free for seven days and get 15 percent off your first month just go to fubu tv.com slash sgp that's f-u-b-o-t-v.com slash sgp all right j mark we got to get back on track with our lock dog and teases this week so i feel good about the slate how about you yeah yeah i do too um i mean that yeah, I feel good about it, and then on some of them, I just don't. Some of these games are just – you could make a case either way. So hopefully luck is on our side, at least on the ones we agreed on. Yes. <laughs> There's a couple dog candidates. I'm just looking around. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll kick it off with my lock. Um, I just – I think this team's going to run the ball. I think they're going to control the clock. And as much as I love the Falcons, I think the Browns win this one pretty easily. So I'm going to take Browns to win. They got that one point advantage here. So I I think they're going to win by more than one. So my lock is the Browns. I like the Browns too. I'll go elsewhere for the lock. I'm going to go. I read off all those Tomlin stats, those trends. I'm going to lock up Pittsburgh. I think this is a ultimate get up spot. They need this win, get back to two and two, stay afloat in the wild card race. So I think you get a focused Pittsburgh Steeler effort, uh, led by your guy Trubisky. I think this could be his last stand. So I, I expect him to play well again. I like it. I like it. Um, so the dog, I was looking at the dogs. Um, it's kind of a weak dog, but yeah. I got to go with my Bears. I'm going to take oh, the yeah. Bears. Plus 150 to win the game and go to three and one. I know not many people thought they would be three and one. I did. I thought it was after these four games that they would start falling apart. So I still think they're going to hit their win total, though. I think they got that in the bag already, um, especially with like, you know, Jets coming up, Commanders, you know, those bad teams. Oh, sorry. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could throw my team in there. They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, I like the bears to win. Um, I was looking for a, you know, I gave out a little bonus two dogs last week and it hit, I was trying to find another one to pair the bears with. Um, I think I'm going to parlay them with the saints. Cause I, I just think cousins is going to oh, yeah. struggle in that kind of quote unquote prime time. So I, I like for a little bonus, um, take the saints and the bears and that will probably get you around plus three fifty on the money line. For my dog, I'm going to go to the close your eyes special back to back. I'm going, I, I'm going to fall on the sword here. I'm going Washington, pull the stunner in Dallas. It's ugly. The public is all over Dallas. Everybody wants to crown Cooper rush over Dak. All of a sudden, <laughs> I think this is a uh, get up spot for the, for the commandos. And I think they're going to go get it done and in, in, in big D and it's an early kick for, for the Cowboys who aren't used to playing early in the day. And I, I like the Titans as well on the money line, so I just pulled it up. If you want to parlay Washington and Tennessee together, plus 560. Nice. I like it. So I'll go with the road divisional dogs. There you go. I, I promise we're not just betting with our, our hearts and taking our homer picks here. I, I really do think both those teams will win. <laughs> situational spot, baby. Hey, they, yep. may, they may lose eight in a row after, but this is the one they're going to get. They're going to get Dallas. There you go. There you go. Um. <laughs> So moving on to my tease, I got the Chargers plus one and a half, Detroit plus two, and then giving your commanders a whopping nine and a half points, commanders nine and a half. Um, so that I got all dogs on the, well, I mean, dogs once you tease them, I guess. So giving them all some extra points there. I like it. I like it. I appreciate you throwing me in the tease. But yeah. <laughs> uh, for my tease, I will go to... Let's go New Orleans. Uh, I think they have a chance to win as well. So we'll tease them, what, from three to nine. Um, we will also tease up – where did I – oh, we're going to tease up Seattle from four, four and a half to ten and a half. So I like crossing a couple key numbers there. And then we will also throw in the Houston Texans from five and a half to eleven and a half. All Lovey Smith does is keep it close. So Texans, Seahawks. And Saints. That's an ugly uh, tease, but you know what? When, <laughs> when it cashes on Sunday, I'll, I'll like it. So there you I, go. I, I like having a little stake in that London game to start the morning off right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it could be great and have you feeling good, or you could feel miserable <laughs> right <laughs> early in the morning. I mean, but no, I like that giving them all um, some big numbers. So uh, I, I definitely like that. I think all those games can close. So big numbers definitely will help there. Yep. Agree a hundred percent there, J Mark. Hey, before we get out of here, tell everybody where to find you. Obviously the old fashioned football podcast, but where else can they find you? Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at J Mark football. Um, find me on the SGP's website and app. I got some trade chart, trade value charts coming out. Um, this is our first ones now that the season has kicked off, but if you're thinking about doing a, a fantasy football trade, check those out. Cause they kind of, put a player value on everybody and i know we all value players differently but it can give you a starting point so yeah you guys can find me on twitter at moneyline underscore mac obviously in the discord as well hit me up you want to talk player props fantasy props anything over unders maybe you think dallas is gonna beat the shit out of my commanders this weekend and you want to talk <laughs> some shit so i know i know the dallas crowd likes to talk a little smack so more than happy to give it right back to you but uh yeah, no, but before we get out of here, you got anything else? Uh, just don't forget to follow the NFL Gambling Podcast. Subscribe, follow it on Twitter, follow it on your streaming apps. Um, and, you know, feel free to heckle with when the power rankings come out. Tell us what we <laughs> all did wrong and how you would have it. I'm, I'm glad that you addressed it or reminded me the, about the power rankings because those will be released before these, these games for week four begin and i'm sure everybody will say hey my team should be here my team beat this team uh including maybe somebody in the higher ups in our organization of sgp <laughs> he may have one or two things to say about it but uh, yeah no we we love it uh we love the dialogues it's gonna be fun continuing this uh nfl season with you guys all year absolutely and, and like j mark said make sure you go follow all the other pods nba is about to start go follow the nba pod College basketball will be here. The college basketball experience, Colby, Patty C, NC Nick over at the college football experience. I feel like those three guys are hitting uh, the tally site trifecta each week. So, I mean, they're giving out winners 
left and right, the NHL pod, and there's so many others. Just go follow them all. And, of course, the main station, uh, the gambling podcast with Sean and uh, Ryan. So much great content. Like, yes. I, I don't know any other place you go and get so much variety, and it, it's all good. Like, I know I'm biased, but I was a fan way before I was doing this, and it's just all good stuff, man. It's all good. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. We both were fans before we, we hopped on and were lucky enough to be part of this team. So, But, yeah, no, we'll, let's get up on out of here, and let's have a good and a profitable week number four. Good luck, everybody, with your bets, and don't forget to let it ride.